Okay, so Dave, let's talk about LG. LG is exiting the smartphone market. I'm yep. not too surprised. But, yeah, man. I'm not too but, surprised. Uh, they are good with the microwave appliances. Yeah, Aye. guys, if, if this is this is rapidly becoming a two horse race. Uh-huh. Like it, it's becoming Samsung and Apple. As much yeah. as we joke that that's the only things out there, it's yeah. very, very rapidly becoming that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is, I mean, that's a bit of a worry uh, for everyone. Mm. You know, this is this is where innovation comes. To, you know, starts to stall when you yeah. only have two people in it, and no, you know, no one's really pushing the industry anymore. The great thing mm. about LG is that they they were the company that made the weird and wacky shapes and tried different things. You know, like they mm. weren't they weren't just making rectangles made out of glass and aluminium like everyone else was. So mm. it's it's a pity to see them go i mean if, if you look at how much they sold they sold 10 times less than samsung so they they made a loss of about four and a half billion dollars over the last i think uh six years so it's the smallest of their divisions it's not making any money they were bound to go but if, if you're in the market for a smartphone you're going to see some very tempting offers on lg phones coming up shortly because they're going to do a stock clearance it's like don't a sale. It. yeah just, just don't do it like why the, the prices might look good but the support isn't going to be there yeah so yeah. like this year there might be support. Next year there might be support. But like year three, maybe I, I don't know, guys. Like it's if if you're the kind of person that buys a new phone every year, or every two years, cool, go, go for, for it. it. Like they'll, the Consumer Commission in South Africa will make sure that you get your support and that you know you can sue LG if you don't. But I can guarantee you that after that, like once the you know once all of that stuff is gone and there's no legal obligation for them to do it anymore like you won't get software updates there's absolutely no way that they're going to keep plowing money into doing that so if you want like the latest versions of android and things so, like so that, what does that mean on. so in three years time let me make me understand so in three years time if i buy an lg phone tomorrow because you know it's going for a steal then in three years time what my phone will stop working no, the phone will carry on working, but, but I won't great, get upgrades. Probably, yeah. So you're not. You should. You should count on maybe one. One more software upgrade like okay. that. They can probably squeeze out at, because they've probably been working on that. But you won't get the next one after that. You definitely won't get one after that. And the the problem's going to come in is that you're not going to have any official channels for mm. repairs and things like that. So you're going to have to start relying on third parties and uh, oh depending on gosh. how they get the parts in and things like that and what the, the international solution is for getting parts. And, so it's going to be a headache. It's, just, it's going to be a headache. The problem is, is like something like the LG Wing, which is the, the really cool one that flips around so it looks like a T, basically. It gives you like two screens, one in your hand and then one like horizontally as well. Yeah. Like finding replacement parts for those screens, those are very specific sizes of display, you know, and those are very specific uh, rotary motors and things like that that are used for for actually displaying all this stuff. And it's, it's a very customized phone, so the software on that is going to be very difficult for people to update in the future. So I just wouldn't I wouldn't put my money into it. It's mm. just it's too much of a risk. You do everything through your cell phone these days. Like your your smartphone is the gateway to everything you do and yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't buy a brand that's not around anymore. Okay. I, I'm concerned about you saying that uh, Samsung and iPhone or Apple are becoming this, you know, the two major players in this iPhone space, right? Does that not mean that they're going to start now fixing prices? Um, they probably won't. Um, the the thing about Apple already owns the top end of the market. Mm. Um, Samsung is definitely the top end of the Android market. But um, in terms of what uh, what you can do with the the premium side of things, um, Apple pretty much owns that in the in the high end of the world's market. So they've pretty much got that locked up. There is a lot of competition in the mid range. So I'm, I'm saying that there's a two horse race, but there's still a lot of players. There's uh, Xiaomi, Huawei, um, OnePlus 
in Europe and the States. There's a lot of companies that do make these phones and that do compete for them, but they're they're all low. They're all single digits or low double digits in terms of how much of the smartphone market they they do take up. But for a company like Samsung, Samsung addresses every price point available. They've got budget phones, mid-range okay. phones, high-end phones, and ultra-premium phones in like their folding segment. Samsung covers absolutely everything because they have com- they want to be in every market to be competitive with everyone. Yeah. At the top end, they're only competitive with Apple because Apple's the only premium brand that still exists in high enough market share at the top end of the bo- uh, the market. But the mid-range is absolutely fantastic at the moment. Don't get me wrong when okay. I say that it's a two-horse race. If you're buying a mid-range phone these days, you have too many options that are absolutely fantastic. It is so hard to make a bad mid-range phone these days. Mm. They're all amazing. Samsung just launched their new Galaxy A range, which is their mid-range stuff, and it has premium features from a year ago. Like stuff you'd pay 20,000 Rand for is now in like the 12 to 15,000 Rand category. Mm. And that's just going to get cheaper and better as we go along. So smartphones are in a really strong place. It's just if you're looking for innovation at the top end of the market, it's probably not going to happen there because there's just not enough people with money to invest in it because only Samsung and Apple sell phones at that end of the market. Got you. Okay, got you. And then tell us about how Facebook is leaking people's personal information. Yeah, 533 million Facebook accounts had their data leaked online. Imagine. Um, and that, that includes things like phone numbers, full names, locations, birthdays, your bio, some cases, email addresses. We don't know if it's passwords, but South Africa is in there. There are South African users that were leaked. So um, there's a website called Have I Been Pwned? So it's the word owned, but with a P instead of the O at the beginning. Mm-hmm. And they basically tell you, you type in your email address and it'll tell you which uh, which data breaches in history your email address has been leaked in so you know which websites to go and change your password for. So I suggest you go to that website. Again, that's haveibeenpwned.com um, and you type in your email address and you can see which websites you need to change the passwords for and then go turn Jesus. on something called two-factor authentication, which is what your bank does, you know, when they send you a one-time PIN. You can go turn that on for Facebook as well. So like when you log into Facebook, it's going to send you an SMS to your phone with a code that you have to log into. So that just makes it harder for other people to be able to log into your account because even if they get your email address and even if they get your password, they still won't have your cell phone, so they won't be able to log into it. But what recourse can I take, Dave? So if my information has been leaked by Facebook, then that's that. I must just change codes and move on with my life. Yep. Nobody will account. This No, there's absolutely nothing we can do. Firstly, uh, Facebook's not a company that's incorporated in South Africa, so you'd you'd have to go to America Mm. uh, to sue them there. So um, there's probably going to be a class action lawsuit against them. But the problem is most of the records that uh, were leaked aren't Americans. So to actually have a lawsuit against them would be interesting. I mean, we could launch one against the South African company that is here. But uh, this is just, you know, the the version of Facebook that's in South Africa is just to collect ad uh, advertising revenue off of people that you know, spend money on Facebook to advertise to you. It's not actually a holding company in, in the traditional sense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, look, it's difficult. All these data breaches, um, the, it, all they really do is uh, promote the fact that you should have, you should always use a different password for every website. So your username is, you know, generally going to be the same thing. It's always going to be your email address. Not many people are going to, you know, have multiple email addresses for different facets of their lives other than work and home. But your username is usually going to be, you know, name.surname at like Gmail or Hotmail, whatever it is, .com. Or yeah. you're going to be one of those people that has a fancy one, which has, you know, like 
your birthday in it or something. But if your password gets leaked and it's the same password for everything, that's bad. So You're always keep different passwords. There's, um, there's apps called password managers. So you get LastPass, Dashlane, one password. And what they do is they generate a random, unique password for each website that you can uh, use. And then it remembers it for you. So you only need the one password to log into that account. So you use a super secret, super special password only for that. And Mm. then all of your other passwords are remembered by it and automatically filled in uh, to all the apps. So I have like 650 different passwords. Um, I think at the last time I checked, it could be more. But I only have to remember one of those passwords. It's the one to log into my password vault. And then everything else gets filled from there. So this this is the thing. And then if you can do two-factor authentication, that whole one-time pin stuff, wherever you can, if you Google two-factor authentication or 2FA, you'll find every single website that has 2FA enabled. And you can go enable that. So Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all of these companies let you use one-time pins, which just makes it even more secure. I know it's a bit of a hassle if you have to sign in on a new device, but rather you having a bit of hassle once than your information being stolen and then people potentially posing as you online and, you know, using and doing fraud and catfishing people and doing all sorts of other things. Sure, Dave. Okay, so what's the tech term of the week? Uh, tech term of the week this week is car thing, uh, which is a device that's being made by Spotify. So it's, it's obviously the code name for it. But basically what it is, if you don't have Apple CarPlay or Android Auto or a smart um, sound system in your car, this gadget is made by Spotify. So it links directly to your phone and it lets you play Spotify stuff off of there. So it's a, a giant screen with touch controls, a couple of buttons and a giant rotating knob thingy. So it'll let you do all of your Spotify stuff and listen to cool music in the car. All right. Car thing it is. Thank you, Dave. Enjoy the rest of your evening. You too, guys. Be safe out there. Bye. That's Mr. Dave Greenway, our tech blogger.